Hello, hello. Welcome to the What Could Have Been podcast. My name is Macklin. My name is Danny. And this is Matt. Well, welcome to chapter six. Just a little bit of news before we get all the way into it. We've actually got a fourth member of the team. You won't be hearing much of them, but you kind of will be. Her name is Mia, and she's our new editor. So really, really exciting times. And we're really, really grateful to her for joining our team. Yeah, she's a big, big asset. She's a streamlined everything, and she's a wonderful girl. So very glad to have her on. She's pretty cool. Pretty decent, pretty decent. Pretty decent, pretty cool, and it makes our content that much better, kind of, I hope. Uh, you guys can be the judge of that, I suppose. So let's launch into the show, shall we? I would want nothing more. Yes, exactly. And I think we... We seem to keep destroying the world each time we have a chapter. I yeah. love it. Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Last week was uh, particularly dark. Yeah, we, yeah. we derailed the universe and the, the planet Earth. And we're sorry to all those fake inhabitants of that world, I suppose. But we're back here to fuck it up again. <laughs> well, no, no, I mean... this, is, this is a sunshine world, this is. That's, that that's is a perfect way of putting it, Matt. It is a bit of a sunshine world, especially <laughs> with my first topic. So let's, let's just launch on into it. Rainbows. <laughs> Rainbows and unicorns. <gasps> so, unicorns? My question is, what could have been if unicorns existed? So from what I knew of unicorns before researching it and becoming somewhat of a specialist and knowledgeable <laughs> armchair Googler. Unicornologist. I am now the unicorn expert, the most further known unicorn expert of the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> Fight. Here's all of the information from the first four websites of Google and Unicorn. <laughs> Correction, it's actually five. <laughs> yeah, I just thought they were like kind of these pony, like horse-like creatures with a massive horn protruding from their skull. My research has not led me to believe anything other than the fact that that, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is in fact exactly what they are pretty much pretty much but um it's interesting because they kind of get muckied up in like the historical records of things to be as most people would expect a rhino there was this ancient greek philosopher called Theseus. the name is spelt like c-t-e-s-i-u-s which is kind of weird, but that's a different thing. He's called Theseus, and he kind of saw and described <laughs> the unicorn in the historical record. He was the first guy, and that was when he was traveling India, so it was very likely that he saw like a white rhino. Marco Polo even saw a, a what people believed to be a pack of rhinos, and he called them unicorns, mm -hmm. except he kind of said they were foul beasts that loved mucking around in mud and soil, and you know they were nothing like the art pieces that were shown at the time of unicorns. <laughs> but I mean, you could just imagine like how weird. A really rogue bunch of unicorns <laughs> got out in the wild. <laughs> I didn't realize that there was so much to do about unicorns. Yeah. They were just rhinos all along. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought, well, I don't know. <laughs> Are the different forms of unicorns, like Asian unicorns, European unicorns, American unicorns? Uh, there's like... A genuine question, not... Yeah. I think from, you kind of take that Indian rhinoceros account from Marco Polo and Theseus, mm. and you're kind of like thinking, okay, well, there's this kind of like one horned creature out there. So that's what's, a, that's a standard, you know, that's, that's a constant, but there are kind of different ways of thinking about it. But from what I can find, it's like mostly two, you have the mythical unicorn and then you have like kind of the real unicorn. Well, that's, that's another thing. If you want to get into the real unicorn now, we can do. 
scientists have called them the Siberian unicorn, which actually roamed the earth at the same time as us around uh, 350,000 yeah. years ago from a big fossil find. Do you know anything about this, Danny? Bits and pieces. Fill me in and I'll let you know if it's what I'm thinking about. I'm going to try and attempt the Latin name. The Elasmotherium sibricicum. Yeah. You know that I'm the I'm the leading unicorn expert in the Northern <laughs> Hemisphere right now. Died out 350,000 years ago. That was until a fossilized skull was found in Kazakhstan. So is this is this ringing any bells to you, Danny? No, no, it's not. So they found that the uh, fossil was to be dated at 29,000 years old. Oh. So they roamed the planet 321,000 years longer than previously thought. So that's pretty right, interesting. Okay. So that was actually a legitimate unicorn. Yeah. So this is the weird thing. This is what I was talking about before. So there's like the mythological unicorn of like the white horse with like this beautiful kind of horn coming out of its head mm -hmm. and maybe rainbow hair, like, yeah, <laughs> braided. Who knows? It's that kind of glittery, thing. A glittery boy. Yeah. One that, you know, loves to live in the forest and is a bit like shy, but only the purest of people can see them. That's the mythical thing. And that's where the magical mm -hmm. powers come to it. But then there's the other picture, which is maybe the rhinos and even this thing, which is kind of like a, from looking at the picture, I mean, I can show you guys right now for people at home, you'll have to Google this, I'm afraid. But I'll try and describe it the best way I can. But it's like a really furry kind of deer looking thing. But it's also like a cow with big old hooves. And it's got like a really sharp rhinoceros type like tipped horn. It's that kind of look. And it looks like the environment is quite desolate they would be living in. But this is all from an artistic sketch. But it's quite interesting to think that there is something close to what people would think to be kind of a unicorn. I guess it's yeah. kind of like, you know, when uh, dinosaurs... I've actually just Googled it as well. It is what I was thinking is of, it? but my dad was coming in asking me if I wanted my tea, so I just <laughs> panicked and said no. And I was like, this is, this is exactly what I was thinking of, because I just Googled it. Yeah, no, they're mad. They are like big, they look like big, massive rhinoceros. They're actually huge, aren't they? They look yeah. terrifying. They look like they could run straight through you. Yes. They look like they'd be part of like an icy animal war. Like they just, they'd be, yeah. to be a line of them charging. Well, not charging towards you, but just like... That's like a Narnia kind of vibe. Someone riding on the yeah, back of it, sure. sword in hand. I'm glad you're going down this route, Matthew. This is exactly <laughs> what I want to happen. <laughs> the thing is, the, the idea of unicorn isn't actually like as absurd as it sounds. It's just like a, a rhinoceros exists, yeah. a horse has got like, there's deer with fucking antlers and stuff. A giraffe sounds like far more outlandish than <laughs> a unicorn does, considering that that exists as well. Mm. If you told an alien that a duck-billed platypus was a thing, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> and then compare that to a unicorn, they'd be like, oh, the unicorn, that sounds way more real. Yeah, that, surely that's got to exist I'm above the rest mm. of them. But I still think that the mythical one does sound a lot more fun, as much as the real one mm. does look badass. The Siberian unicorn? I, I just like a mythical, all-healing, magical unicorn. And I think that if that was real, then, well... That would be a big game changer. Because, well, I'll talk about the other misconception. And it kind of ties into what you're talking about, Matt. And I think it does lead into how we view unicorns as the mythological mm -hmm. creatures they are. So narwhals were also mistakenly kind of thrown into the same camp as unicorns. Not just in terms of their looks and everything. Because uh, if you guys are familiar with Futurama, there's obviously the whole <laughs> storyline with that. But... Great show. Yeah, great show. But but when you, when you mentioned that before, mm. the a unicorn, is, it just has a growth protruding from its head. Mm -hmm. Normals don't actually have that. It's actually a tooth that comes through their skull. It's a tooth? Yeah, it's Ooh. really cool. Would you think unicorns would be the same? Well, to be fair, 
I hadn't really thought about it too much, but I guess it could be. And what's interesting about the narwhal tooth is that it's unlike any other tooth in the animal kingdom. It's really sensitive, isn't it? It can actually detect how much salt is in seawater. I'm describing it probably very poorly. I'm not a narwhal expert. I'm a unicorn expert, people. <laughs> I didn't really think about it all that much. So oh, okay. Well, I think, so imagine our teeth. If I'm putting something like an icy drink down my throat, Giggity giggity. Yeah. The sensors, I think it's like tabules. I'm butchering it. But there's like a layer of enamel that is covering our teeth. And then the kind of part of our teeth that feels that cold drink or hot drink, whatever it is, going down. The, the, what makes the sensitivity? Yeah, that is different for a narwhal in that it actually just doesn't have any layer of enamel like covering it. And ever it's just raw tooth, baby. It's just raw tooth that can detect certain differences in like the sea temperature and everything. It's a very sophisticated Sick. thing. That one big sensor. Like, yeah, exactly that. That's pretty cool. So I guess maybe from what Matt's talking about, he wants like a mythical unicorn to be a magical unicorn. Would we be able to harness the power of this unicorn's magical horn? Yeah. How much do you reckon the unicorn horn would go for? On the black market. Uh, well, what is it? Oh. I could tell you a big one, actually. You can tell me a big one? Okay. How many illnesses do you reckon it can cure, supposedly? Oh, everything. Surely. You just, you just look at wands, you just wave it above someone <laughs> and they're cured. Yeah. Done. Okay, so with the narwhals, Vikings took narwhal tusks after talking to the Inuit peoples and they brought it to medieval Europe and traded gold for these unicorn tusks. And oh. people that bought these tusks believed that these unicorn horns could do a lot for them. Let uh, me guess, um, an aphrodisiac. Use it as a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not so much the dildo, no. Jacqueline, is that um, 12 minutes? The first sex reference from <laughs> Danny. <laughs> yeah, that's 12 minutes. <laughs> if you're going to put the bait there, I'll take it. <laughs> But you know, I can imagine in what medieval Europe they were grinding it up and rubbing it on themselves and you this and that. And... <laughs> I'd like to think that. I, 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 haven't, yeah, I haven't come across any of that. One of the most interesting things that they believed is like, I have a cup. I've carved a cup out of this horn tooth. Oh, nice. And they believe that like, if I had a drink in there and someone put poison in it, obviously in these days, everyone was out to kill everyone, I guess. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> That it would actually neutralize the poison. I would, I would actually love to be in a room where that happens. That's a magical it, cup, mate. That is, it is a magical that is one cup. Powerful sorceress cup, mate. <laughs> Jesus. Some hocus pocus. Yeah. Jeez. This does not kill him. No. But you know, there was a real life situation where it actually flopped. Like someone was drinking their cup so freely, and then someone poisoned them, and then they died. Like, what do you think the people in that like tavern would think happened? Oh. Well, obviously, it wasn't the horn. This cup has been replaced. <laughs> yeah, <not> really. <laughs> <laughs> the magical horn is magical. Obviously, yeah, obviously, it was a faulty cup. Faulty cup. <laughs> fake news, fake cup. Uh, yeah. I think that people would just be like, oh, God really must have wanted him to die. I guess <laughs> I guess it wasn't for him. God's got a funny way in happening. <laughs> would we be breeding these unicorns, or is it quite a rare... Because we're talking about domestication... There's a reason why we domesticated horses rather than zebras, although they're very, very similar atomically. Anatomically. Anatomically, mm. thank you, Danny. The behaviours are just so different. Would unicorns be willing to chill with us? Well, this is what I was saying. I think they would. Be, I think they'd just be part of the horse family. I was saying before we start recording, what if they had sex with zebras? <laughs> or what if they had sex with donkeys? Uh. <laughs> Cause, no, because they'd have offsprings to go, wouldn't they? So the unicorn, would you get like a weird 
little lump or like, would they have the horn coming through because they'd be like a different subspecies of uh, interbred mm. unicorns. Do you think we could start breeding them to have more horns? The bigger the horn, the better the unicorn. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was thinking like... Oh, imagine yeah. unicorn jousting. Unicorn that's, that's, it. that's it. It's jousting squared. <laughs> like medieval Europe would have been sick. That'd be terrible. Yeah, medieval Europe would have been very cool. If you use the narwhals as like a point of reference though, some of them have two horns. So Ooh. I kind of wanted to make oh, my yeah. own unicorn. So I want to combine a horse. Pimp, pimp my unicorn. Yeah, pimp my You're unicorn. You're creating the unicorn. You're creating that like, next level unicorn. With the narwhal tusks. Not one, but two horns. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Knives for feet. <laughs> and maybe maybe rhino feet. That would be the magical mix-up, I suppose. Do you know how long a narwhal tusk can grow? No, you, I feel like you do. Um, Four feet. Four feet. Ten feet. Ten feet. Damn. Damn. Jesus. How, How big are How big is that relative to a narwhal? I don't know, actually. I need to Google that. Or I'm going to guess that's probably like, half the length of a narwhal. Actually, no, narwhals can be quite big. Probably big. I think it's bigger. A narwhal. I think the narwhal's going to be smaller. I think it was like triple our size in terms of length. But that's so just... what about 18, 15 foot, 18 foot? That would be so... Imagine your schnoz was fucking a metre long. Imagine the inconvenience. Getting through doorways would be terrible. So <laughs> that would be actually really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but there's one thing, unicorns. Dude, that'd be a problem for everyone, yeah. though. So they would have, they would have. So you talk, you, you're talking to someone. You're talking to someone. Just boof. <laughs> I out. Oh, I hated when that happens. Oh, me too. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, so I think from what I'm finding here, thirteen and a half foot for a male and eleven and a half foot for a female. So the horns can pretty much be. The size of yeah. them. In terms of length, yeah. Imagine getting on a unicorn and the horn just being what? Yes. Six foot long. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but maybe even double that. Do you know Argentinosaurus? Do you know yeah. the really big dinosaur? Do you know what Argentinosaurus? Yeah, is? Uh, I've heard of him. Imagine that as a unicorn. Imagine if you had a neck that long. Jeez. Unicorn horns as well. That would be cool. they got a massive. Wait, Argentinosaurus. That's the long, long neck boy. I think it's the world's largest fossil, but I don't know. It's one. It's in the. I can't remember my dinosaur name. Yeah. I I, I want to say it was like 50 foot in height, but maybe I'm getting that really wrong. But it was yeah, really it was big. 30, 35 meters long. 35 so. meters, that's it. That would yeah, be really so cool. are, Would we be keeping these unicorns in pens or would it be would it be a myth? Because we don't, we don't have like tigers or rhinos. Or they'd be endangered, bro. Well, they'd be, mate. We'd be, we'd be killing them left, right, and <laughs> center. Imagine that. A piano made from a unicorn horn. That would sell for millions. That would be mad. At the moment it would, but there might have been a time where we exploited it like we did elephants when they were abundant as fuck. Like, yeah, let's use that horn for our piano and lots of things. Do you think it could play itself, though? If you made a piano out of unicorn horn. Just made you good at this. Ivory? You need the unicorn horn. It makes it sound so much better on the strings. Imagine the scandals. Mozart, mate, the scandals for Mozart if he was using a unicorn (laughs) I saw there was a unicorn in those keys. So, what, do you think if there was any kind of magical power behind a unicorn, you believe it might be creativity, Matthew? If I just rub it in my eyes, then it'll go into my brain. You will see good things. <laughs> you will see nothing but good things, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do know. I'd, I'd hope that the uh, unicorns would be our friends. What do you think they would sound like? <laughs> I mean, I have no definitive answer. I'm just, I'm just curious. <laughs> I feel like really majestic horses. Could they talk? Do you reckon? 
That would be fun. That would be really funny. We might not like what we hear, though. Oh, no. I reckon no. I reckon they'd be like horses, but way more interactive, like a bit more intelligent than horses. Dang. I think they would be like horses with auto tune. Don't know why. <laughs> Could you they, they can just harmonize. Ooh. <laughs> I just feel like they have greater communication skills. A pack of unicorns. You can hear it coming over the hill. It's like a beautiful symphony. <laughs> That'd be cool. Mate, it'd, be, it'd definitely be like a sparkling of unicorns. It's a collective noun. A glitter of unicorns. A glitter, a glitter of unicorns. <laughs> that would be amazing. Mate, we need your book, Danny. Your big book of uh, animal groups. I've got it there. A compendium of collective nouns. Is unicorns in it by any chance? <laughs> Mate, unicorn actually might be in there. I can find out if you want. I feel like it might. I think what I found is it has like another name from the Bible, and it was like the monosaurus, monochlorus. Oh, I need monosaurus. to look. Well, yeah, because be... um, the unicorn is the national symbol of. Scotland. Scotland, That's eh? it, yeah. yeah Scotland. Sorry, it's the Monoceros, which is a, it's a pretty sick name, actually. I'm not going to lie. I, I like that a lot. But that is an animal with one horn. From what people have like believed from the Bible, they think that's a type of uh, wild ox. So, yeah, there might be an actual thing in there for Danny to find for, you know, like a number of unicorns. I, I'd like to think it is a glitter of unicorns. That's a good shout. A glitter of a sparkle. But then if we're having such a majestic thoughts for when these unicorns... Oh, oh yeah. It's a, a blessing of unicorns. Hey. <laughs> okay, that's nice. But mm. how would that translate to war? Because we know humans, we are humans. Like, it would definitely mm. happen. Especially if these have, like, 10-foot-long horns just protruding out of their skulls. Probably going to be big think, horses, yeah, they'd, too. They'd be all round, because they've got the magical healing powers, don't they? So if you, like, <laughs> drink their blood or something like that, they yeah. can heal... Wait, this, do, you want to hear, do you want to hear a little passage from this book? Uh-huh. It says, the Hebrew Bible speaks of a rem, that's probably butchered it, R-E, apostrophe E-M. That's it, that's it, yeah. An honoured, untamable beast of great strength. Modern scholars believe that the rem is in fact an orich, A-U-R-O-C-H, the immense wild relative from which Europe's cattle were domesticated. Yeah, very, yeah, nice. Nice. I like this book. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's what what is the book? Give it a shout out. Who's the author? A Compendium of Collective Nouns. Uh, the author, it says Whoop Studios. Whoop Studios. Oh, it's, like a, it's not a single author. Yeah, no, that is, it's a good book. It's very colourful. So if you like your collective nouns, very <laughs> niche. But if you like your collective nouns. I think it's because it's like an art, it's like an illustration book as well. Mm. It says text by Jay Satcher. And then there's there's Mark Faulkner, Eduardo Limbo, Philo, Harriet Logan, and Maria Forsamina of Whoop Studio. So they must be all the illustrators. Mm. Yeah, nice. so anyway, check it out if you like learning. Yeah. It's a good book. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so going back to the unicorns being ridden into war, mm-hmm. we would have to just arm it. It was basically like a horse, wouldn't it, really? But you've just got a big a big spike on the front. <laughs> yeah. We brushed over the jousting. We should talk about that. <laughs> that might just... So I think we would use it for war first, and then jousting would definitely come, especially in medieval mm. Europe. Oh, for war? What? Oh, my God. Imagine that. Once if you, but if you impaled someone, would you have to, like, push them off? Yeah. Like, this... if, they're on, if they're on the spike, then surely there would have to be a system. You would... Surely you'd chop, you'd chop them. You wouldn't push them off. You'd just cut them from the what side. If you chopped a unicorn's horn? Ooh. That's risky. That's risky. Because that's definitely used to Hello. be a thing in uh, medieval times. They definitely accidentally kill their own horse. Yeah. Or injure their own horse. <laughs> 100%. Maybe it would have its own healing powers. It could heal itself. It is so well, sad, isn't it? I don't know. If we're going down mm. that route. Just watch. Throw, throw a spanner in the works. <laughs> what do we think about Pegasus? Ooh. A winged unicorn. I mean, Pegasus has got the 
brain of a bird and the body of a horse with wings. Does it not have a horn as well? I think it I does. I think, think it has so. a small one. I don't one, think it does. But maybe they get it confused because they're very similar animals. I think, yeah, maybe just keep it to a... <laughs> let's, let's not confuse... Let's... I think just because you said it, you've put that image in my mind, but I actually don't think... As a leading Disney unicorn doesn't. expert, please, <laughs> it just annoys the hell out of me. Unicorns and Pegasi are completely different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I think if there was a kind of a war chant and they did have auto-tune, it would sound like a really vicious T-Pain concert or something. It would just be insane... <laughs> Those well-known ferocious T-Pain concerts. Yeah, and then jousting, it'll be the same thing. I was kind of picturing more of a uh, Tenacious D kind of vibe <laughs> for their war scene. <laughs> Jack Black blaring out. <laughs> Jack Black's ancestors just standing on the, the hind, like, you know, on the back of the horse. I can just imagine that. Uh, yeah, so I think we've established that a unicorn being in the in the world, being in existence would be pretty interesting. Positive. The magical one, I think, if it was in the real world, if the unicorn's horn is a source of all its power, I reckon some kind of company, pharmaceutical or some kind of that, would somehow find the active ingredient in the unicorn horn. That's what I mean. Therefore, yeah. making them redundant. An ever-changing experience. Mm. Well, it would be, yeah, you would definitely have people exploiting it in every every turn, every century, I suppose. It wouldn't be so magical anymore, though. This is why I was kind of maybe a little bit reticent at first to bring up magic, because I was thinking, well, magic is just science that we haven't figured out yet, right? Magic is just science that we don't understand. I don't know. It's a good quote, but I don't know. What about the magic out there, man? <laughs> the magic. That, I'm joking. That could be a different thing entirely. Science is Jesus, bro. <laughs> Moving on from this unicorn. Sure, you are. Should we move away from land and into <laughs> into the skies? So I thought, well, actually, my mum was the one who asked it because she was listening, and she said, "What if we all had our own version of like a flying car or personalized flying vehicle? So you could have like a little gyrocopter, or if you wanted a flying car." Or, I don't know, we could talk about the different models. Ooh. So, wait, is this is this substituting cars on the road kind of thing? Like Yeah, so that wouldn't exist. Like That that way of getting around wouldn't exist. You're implying that it just never was even a thing. So, perhaps roads and that wouldn't be a thing. So, if you were forced into having... Not that it was stuff. never a thing. As cars developed, and before like, massive mega road systems developed, at that point also an alternative was developed. Some crazy engineer was like, get me in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've not got like massive motorways or highways or massive combinations of road systems as you know of. The, the amount of time you'd reduce travelling would be insane. Like you could just beeline as the crow flies to wherever you wanted to be. <laughs> and that would be, it'd be chaotic. I feel like any crashes would be a lot more fatal. I think <laughs> yeah. If you get in a crash, it'd be so much worse. If you had that on a level system, so you had different altitudes yeah. of what people were flying, It'd be unfortunate if like one at the top was like more accident prone, had a crash and had to fall through all these different levels of people just. It was like sweat. Frogger, but with debris. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it has a knock-on effect. I'm thinking that the because the risks are so much higher than just driving a car. Test, I'm guessing, would be a lot more to get your pilot's license for your little. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people, you you're like, oh, how the hell have they learned how to drive? Okay, so it is quite a big jump, isn't it? Like to say cars are not not a thing but no but they can they are a thing yeah. but like they're not as developed as they are it would be a nice thought if maybe in this world instead of like the wheel being the big invention it's like the propeller being the first big invention i don't know yeah yeah maybe it wouldn't be as fatal as we think because it's just so ingrained i don't think it would be at all yeah. i think it'd be so much more efficient i feel like there'd be so much more like 
wild spaces. A greener world. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And then you can still have like mountain bikes or you can still have like buggies to go through dense wildlife based little compounds. Like you can even have villages and stuff in them there. You think about it, people live in places like that all the time, just mm. not all over the world. To be fair though, I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but like if we are in the air a lot more, forests would be very, very dangerous places. Obviously, they have loads of animals and stuff there anyway, but like Ooh. if you're trying to land, you're going to be stuck for options there, I feel. If you crash land in a big, dense forest. If you crash land, you're pretty yeah. scuppered. <laughs> you ain't got a bloody mm. clue. I feel like if there was like either raised above the forest, I didn't imagine it like that, but big openings where there was little pockets of civilization, yeah, like little outposts. You could just land safely in the, I don't know, maybe helipad as it were, or like wherever you would land these vehicles. Yeah. Maybe there would be like chainsaw copters that just cut as you fly. Whoa, <laughs> why do why would we just go a wilder world? You're like, how can we kill it quicker? <laughs> <laughs> Macklin, you're talking to uh, the tree expert. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, no, no, you know. It's a sensitive topic. So just a tree lover, my friend. <laughs> I just love my trees. They're just so green and healthy. Please, nobody hurt them. <laughs> so, like how you have a motorway with the inside lane being the fast and the outside lane being the slowest. Yeah. How would you want to structure? Would the lowest down oh, be the fastest? I don't know. I didn't think this far. <laughs> Surely the lowest should be the slowest. Because if someone's going at, say, 200 miles an hour, well, I don't know how know. fast it is. If they're going at 200 miles an hour, like close to buildings, if they... They get that wrong. That's um... it, it, Yeah, it makes sense for the fastest to be at the top and slowest as you get down or lower in altitude. But the thing is, like what I mentioned before, if you crash at a higher altitude, you need like some sort of communication system which will move your vehicle out of the way of falling cars above. Like, that'll have to be an inbuilt safety feature to any of these vehicles because you've got to control that factor. Traffic accidents happen, like, they're a pretty big cause. Excuse me, is this the RAC? I've just crashed. <laughs> well, it's not the RAC, is it? It would be the AAC. AAC, help me. Where have you just crashed? Have you just crashed now? Yeah, mate, please help me. And then... Coordin we use coordinates a lot more. Oh, yeah, okay. It would be a lot, yeah, a lot more intelligent and savvy with... Mapping of landscapes. So, I think maybe we'd have a, a greater understanding of the weather, mm. if that sort of makes sense. Yeah, we'd have to. Our meteorology would just be... Yeah, we'd have, that'd be something we'd have developed. The whole world would be shut down if there was a big storm in a certain city. Wow, that just wouldn't it wouldn't work. This would be... <laughs> well, no, I, it could work definitely. It's like if you yeah. had, you could just drive there. Well, you could have better city planning as well. I think most people would live together at this point. I suppose, like live on top mm. of each other. Oh, rather than people driving, do you reckon there'd be really big monorail type things as well, like bullet trains from? Through the forest. Yeah, they're the breakdown assist support, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it changed public transport because it's not really like roads. You can't have taxis or buses. Mm -hmm. In the real world, people still have helicopters slash planes slash whatever. Mm. Like, they're still a thing. So I still feel people might have cars as like a luxury yeah. thing, maybe. Maybe the, only the upper class has. Yeah. Yeah, car. I don't know too many people with plane or Yeah, I, I don't know that many people <laughs> with helicopters either. People we don't know will have them. <laughs> I think that the, the world itself would be so much louder, though, wouldn't it? I, was, I, I thought this, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so everyone would have, a, what was it, tinnitus? <laughs> Everybody, tinnitus. Everyone's tinnitus. ears would be constantly ringing. You'd have to have the, uh, the ear defenders <laughs> from last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the only saving grace, because it would just mm -hmm. be too, too loud. Maybe you would have certain like landing zones and pads just outside of where everybody is like working mm. doing whatever they are living you know well like with motorways you don't want to 
You don't want to live near a motorway. You certainly would not want to live there. Yeah. There would have to probably still be designated flight paths, I think. Like like how they have for planes now. With planes, it's pre-planned, isn't it? So you know you're not going to hit anyone. Like, how are they going to yeah. control that, in, that oh, amount of traffic? Imagine, imagine that. That would be... Imagine an uh, air traffic controller in this world. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be, it'd, that's, I've been trying to think of a loophole, how to get around it. You couldn't. Think how people freely people use their cars. Well, I'll pop, it, I'll pop would, into Tesco. Pop into Tesco. That's what I mean. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, a, in my eye, I thought of like Elon Musk levels of oh. flying cars because at a certain point, the only way it's going to be safe enough if all the cars could communicate with each other or like mm-hmm. they'd move out of each other's way. So if there was an accident or if two people were going to collab with each other because they were going from like their perspectives A to B, mm-hmm. but we're going to have a collision, they'd just automatically want to raise and want to drop down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the sky would look... We're saying that it's going to be greener, but imagine how many equivalent of cars, how many gyrocopters there would be. <laughs> They'd block out the sun. It'd be like 300. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, just, there would be so many. Yeah, oh, my God. block out the sun. I mean, interesting world. You'd have to hope there would be, like, gyro shares. Uh, everyone being in one at once would just be insane. <laughs> how would you get in them? Like, you say if you, like, had an Uber, like, get your Uber. Yeah. Would they land, or would it be, like, a kind of... They drop down a ladder and kind of like pfft, <laughs> imagine getting a train or like a coach do you know like a coach equivalent to the like a big ass bus that would just be going from like city to city or like location to location mm. but even the big well, the coaches where they go from city to city would be really big but buses going from town to town must be so bizarre because like it's just going to be getting planes everywhere planes burn fuel left right and center well, it need to be a weird... would it be blimps Blimp, yeah, imagine, yeah, blimps would be mad. You're not going anywhere anytime fast. If, yeah. if you're late no. for an exam or late for it. That would be a interview. cruise then. Well, I guess boats will still be a thing, right? Is that right, Danny? With yeah. boats? Yeah, well, would boats still be around. Yeah. Because, yeah, because they're, they, they're, they're based off propellers, aren't they? Mm. So You can make boats. Cars are still about. It was just that flying was a preference over land. Yeah, talking about the big bus idea, have you ever seen an osprey? Uh, not the bird, the... It's like a helicopter that has the uh, the rotors can like yeah. rotate. Yes, those things are so cool. So it has like two two or four. I think that's kind of the vibe that would be the... Imagine that. Shane, your Uber arrives, it's just an Osprey. Yeah, that would be sick. That would be amazing. You know how you said, would it be when you're getting your Uber, it, would it be like a ladder coming down? I feel like you would get... A rope. Yeah, a rope. <laughs> you would get like different tiers. Or like maybe you would pay less to, to have that service or you might pay more. Depends what the vibe is. Like, I don't know. So the rope is like the Uber X. So that's the cheapest one. Yeah. And maybe ladder is the Uber. And then maybe like a, the poshest ones. What is it? Exec. Yeah. Is a, just a platform that comes down? Like, yeah. Goes, <laughs> like a stripper pole or something or like a fireman's <laughs> It just like comes out, you got to stand in it. Raises you back up. Oh, <laughs> or maybe even like a bungee harness as well. Just like, okay, we're going to lift you up now, boinging around until you get to your destination. <laughs> that might actually be a form of torture rather than uh, <laughs> leisure at that point. I don't know. Have you guys seen? There's a video. I think it was a news report like last year. Mm-hmm. It's um something to do with like, maybe the fires just this woman was out in california somewhere in america or some kind of forest she had to get air lifted out and then she's just so she's underneath this helicopter and she just starts spinning she's just on like one of those like stretches and she's just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning for about a minute (laughs) she was just her life was terrible for that for that helicopter ride she'd already broken a leg or broken a neck the, the blood would be in your feet and your skull like it'd be just going, whoa, 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 whoa. it'd be horrendous that would be so bad 
And I guess after all that spinning's happened, you'd forget which way is up. Like you would just be completely disorientated. It's going to be a lot more death, a lot more, a lot more crashing, a lot more people. Maybe a uh, population would be kind of leveled out with this <laughs> sort of thing. I think uh, you were talking we'll about having that sophisticated system of breakdown and knowing someone's dropping out of the sky. I just, mm. I don't think that'll ever develop. Oh no! I feel like a lot of people would be good at skydiving. <laughs> get, get a lot of practice in. A lot of people, yeah, exactly. You could, I think there should be a system that would automatically wow. deploy as a projection on your seat, uh, kind of like airbags. A parachute that you got strapped into, like seat belts should just attach the parachute in, and the car should automatically just eject you when you're going to be in a collision, and all of a sudden you've got to prepare yourself. <laughs> Part of the test is like you've got to learn. Looking at a Tesla now and comparing that to say a Citroen from 1980s, like the difference in the cars. Imagine you just see, like, pull up alongside you a gyrocopter from 40 years ago, like, oh, get away from him. He'd like, be in such a, like, archaic... A death trap. Gyrocopter. Yeah, he's just, like, rattling along beside you. Wow. Before you got power steering, oh, my God. Imagine that. <laughs> well, he's pedaling it, like the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> God. That would be, like, the earlier variations, though, wouldn't that You would have... I, I would just imagine there would be a period where it's just, like, the 1900s for us, but, like, early caveman is just pedaling, like you are saying, Matt. Just trying to figure out how the hell this kind of gyrocopter is going to work when uh, mm. it's not got any kind of fuel. There would have been a period for that to happen. I don't know. Definitely. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Mm. How much do you reckon they cost? Would they, would they be equivalent? There'd be a range, wouldn't there? I reckon like, they'd be the best model and the worst model. So you'd have like, imagine just your standard car and then like your supercar. There's, like, you'd have to be in different tiers, like which altitude you can go in because you'd just be slower. And more dangerous to drive next to each other. Yeah, mm. they probably have like little personal jets, so you just—that'd be crazy. Yeah, and rather than so, how motorsport now is quite a big thing with like F one and cars. That would compl- that would be so much fun. It would be like Red Bull. Do you know the Red Bull kind of stunt planes that? Um, yeah. They had to fly through the gates. Imagine that. That, but that was just normal. Everyone was watching. <laughs> People in gyrocopters going left, right, up. Oh. That would be mad. Every intense. Every day is extreme sports. Imagine the motorbike version of one of these. Like, what would oh, it it's be? It's got a little slim thing. It's like evil Knievel. Yeah. Is that what you're kind of going for? I don't know. Do you know, like, you've got cars and motorbikes. Surely there'd be like a hoverbike of some description. Like, there'd be a rather than one that holds like a handful of people and some luggage. Just a single, just a a fucking, single person. Oh, that'd be so. Like an Iron Man suit, but that's too OP. <laughs> <laughs> What's the middleman? I was thinking a minute ago, like, when you were talking about the earlier version of it being like a pedaling. Imagine just having people just hovering above a forest or some sort of like wetlands or just like a little lake rather than something that's powered by some sort of energy. You can just pedal it and it'll like keep you afloat. So That'd be cool. You can't go too high with it, but you can get mm. like A to B in like, I don't know, maybe half a time. So like a 20 minute fly, it'd be like a 40 minute fly on that. Yeah. Something like that. Like a little recreational thing. Yeah, it was just like the very early ones, what we first came up with, like a glider rather than a flying vehicle. Do you think that the current civilization would just be like unearthing these things and be like, this is the first way that we traveled? Kind of like how we find the first wheel or something now. They would just be unearthing these old things that you're talking about, Danny. Like, there would be artifacts from it would be history. days gone by. When, yeah, there'd be a history mm. in the development of these things. So I just feel like you would have had at some point things like that. I just really like the idea of this place just having great extreme aerial sports like Imagine just bringing that into our planet just for a brief minute, just to see what they can do. Oh, Everyone, how would houses be designed and stuff? Because everyone would need like a, he- a helipad or yeah. something. 
Like they wouldn't be able to just land it next to all these buildings, depending on what it was. Yeah, good point. Because like, how would everyone land? Like, if you were living in a tower block, how would everyone? Mate, this is a thing. I've been thinking about Ooh. it. Do you know like um how how cars park in to like okay so remember the film Tokyo Drift yeah, yeah, yeah. have you guys seen it way, way back when yeah so the car would just drive in and then it gets taken along in a kind of autonomous trolley if that's what would be the right yeah, way of putting yeah. it and yeah. then it would just slot in so maybe that's what you'd kind of have the side of the building <laughs> would just be able to park one and then you could just you could just put your code in or scan your ID yeah. or just I don't know give a sample of blood or something like. Okay, yeah, and then it gives you like a like a vending machine for your gyrocopter. Nah, mm. that would definitely have to be it. That would have to because yeah. space the space would be very limited. Yeah, like that. I, I think we've come up with a we've come up with a good kind of alternate place right here. That's good. For all the times that you crash in your gyrocopter, you will need to replace yourself. Which brings us on to my topic, which is if we could clone and split like bacteria. Wow. If the human body, I don't know how, there's many, I've thought, thought long and hard about this topic. There's many different ways that this could happen, all of which probably don't look very pretty, but... But there's one, sure. There's one. <laughs> yeah, so the first thought is if you could simply just go, and then like kind of pop out. I mean, it's terrible, but... That free you will, though. Pop out. Mate, population, you just show it as a joke who you make when you're pissed or something. It's about... <laughs> <laughs> there'd have to be a caveat like where you would harvest because you're losing all that mass but there'd be a, such a psychological disorder where you're so disassociated with who you were or want to work it's like I'm not the original me but who was because you're constantly watching yourself die <laughs> what am I what's going on I can do this oh mate it just create one big worm like in, a, yeah, like in Rick and Morty where when they have to bury themselves and Morty's just like mm. well what part of the arc when Beth is like considering she's like why am I am I the clone and mm. You would just have yeah. sort of like a, that syndrome of like, what the hell am I? Like, if once you've got, once you know that sort of idea about you, you're like, mm. and I was thinking this if, if I clone myself, I would immediately mark them somehow, <laughs> punch him in the face, or do like a little cut on the forehead or something, so I could be like, you're every single time, though. Thing is, he can just clone himself and then kill himself, and then you've got another clone that looks exactly like you. Oh no, but it was the other one, and he's got no scar. This is a can of worms I didn't realise I was opening. I was just thinking, like, if you even tattooed yourself, like, if you, if one of them came back <laughs> and knocked you out, then they could just copy the tattoo, because they are you. Oh, have you seen the film Memento? Wow. Yeah, Memento. Oh, Where he tattoos himself all the time because he's got amnesia. Oh, okay. Amnesia, he basically has to, like... He's basically kind of like an instruction list on himself. Wow. He's not, it's not amnesia, he just forgets who it is. Like yeah, he, just, yeah, so he, he has an accident, and then after that point, he can't remember anything. It's a very, it's a very, yeah. Christopher Nolan. Nolan? No. Is it, um, um, is it actually? Yeah, it's Nolan. Slipped my attention. Oh, it's 2000. No, honestly. Oh. I would recommend watching it sober first because you will be <laughs> utterly confused. I wish I did, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm excited. I'm going to gonna yeah. watch that soon at some point. Anyway, yeah, back to the cloning. Do you not think the tattoos? Well, I think this would be such an energy intensive thing. It would kind of, a bit like when we're talking about the being able to morph your body here. Yeah, how now. easy is this? Like, surely we can't just do it and it, we're yeah. done. Like, you can't do it right now and all of a sudden this second. Like, there's got to be a gestation period. There's got to be a method. Yeah. This, which brings me on to the other way that I think more realistically, going into my biotechnology, working with bacteria quite extensively throughout my time at university, you can make something called a suspended culture, which is using agar broth, like in a big flask. It's like this nutrient-rich stuff where you can grow the bacteria cells in suspension 
And I was kind of thinking that because, yeah, like you say, it couldn't just be an instant process. You would have to maybe sit in a big tank, much like you see in Rick and Morty or any kind of stuff where they're kind of sitting in tanks while they're growing. Mm. I think you'd have to sit and curl up in this very smelly agar broth for maybe a week or something, like slowly growing and cloning. You could go into like a... I don't even know, like a gestation period where... Like, like hibernation a, sort of thing. Well, like when a caterpillar turns into a butterfly. Metamorphosis. Something mm-hmm. along those lines, but it would just be like a cloning process. That'd be a specific t- a title to one. It probably is. I don't know. Mitosis of the whole body? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In some sort of sense, I imagine so. Like you'd have to go through a process like that where you extracted the cell structure and everything to do with it in terms of... Being able to just replicate it one by one. I've just had a thought. I think, like, if, if this is the way you have to get into this big vat and then it takes a week or however long to clone, there would be the professional kind of place you went. A bit like, so, say if you're going to do fake tan, you can go to the booth and go to an actual machine and do a fake tan there. Or you can, like, do the fake tan at home with the spray. I think in this world, there would be the vat that you go to an actual store or an actual place and you professionally get it done and they look after you or you could do some kind of cheap some cheap back alley kind of way at home some special vat so that your clones like a certain way it's like you, you're trying to market tanned clones yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. jesus christ i was thinking that if maybe at home you have a power cut at home you're halfway through uh cloning and then you just have like this big <laughs> growth of you on your back that would be disgusting that this is what I mean. It'd be a really strange process to try and break down. Yeah, I think I think sense. it sounds really good on the surface, but when you start getting to the nitty gritty, it becomes a very. Uh... It could be one person. Imagine if there was a dictator, and they could just continually clone themselves. So no matter how times that you killed them, there was already a clone that the, the 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 sort of organization they were represented had of yeah. them, so they could just remain at this stage, and be in this position. Would they have the memories of them? At the time, so say they cloned this themselves is, this is, this is, ten this times. Is, I don't know. Would they would they have the memories, or would they would they be these really dumb? Suddenly, right? So surprise, Hitler, he comes back from the dead, but he's just stupid. He was never dead. <laughs> is it instinctual to know and have all your memories? No, it isn't. But if you're having a complete clone of yourself, or like a, a complete copy of yourself at this time, hmm. it comes down to what is consciousness. But you need to be able to replicate the brain cells and how they respond in terms of controlling that body or being part being an organ within that body i guess what the way that we're kind of thinking about this though is that it's duration Mm -hmm. isn't it so you're saying someone might gestate for a week could i come back to cloning myself is that you know i mean so like halfway through (laughs) you can't pause being pregnant mate no (laughs) i can't pause being (laughs) pregnant okay yeah can i just be pregnant for a bit but like hashtag you can't pause being pregnant i guess if you're talking about consciousness obviously so like complex if you could just kind of put a pause in it somehow you, and just this, want to upload this like, file kind of, you can't do that you, that's not how <laughs> that's not how reproduction works mate. <laughs> you don't see a bacteria split in half and just like no nah, yeah. i'll do it and then i'll come back to it you can't do it at your own convenience yeah i was saying macklin that um if during the uh this gestation period in this big vat if say the power went out or you were halfway through it and then you just had to live with a semi-grown clone on you oh actually Family Guy did a very similar kind of thing to that Stewie cloning himself, and he had like a half finished Stewie. Ugh. So, yeah, I think even if it is a full version of yourself, I do think it wouldn't be anything like you. Like a blank it would be canvas. kind of a dummy. 
If it's a blank canvas, that would be interesting. You can do whatever you want with it. You could, it'd be like a pet, a pet you. Pet, you, <laughs> you can just replicate the cells and just have them as you. Mm. That'd be so weird because you can just create like um, labor camps and stuff. You could just of you bre- of you. Yeah, you could just do that. So like your own empire could just be the the one. I don't know. There could be like conspiracies of people who just like all looked exactly the same. They lived in a certain colony and like there was just an upper class of people that right. <laughs> a bit like them. a bit like unicorns. Like you never saw them. They're kind of like ooh, do they exist? Do they not exist? For years, yeah. people have been trying imagine, to find no, out. Imagine like every Amazon driver being Jeff Bezos. <laughs> like, it was just like it worked like that. There was just like a, a monopoly on a certain person. Like you can hire like seven Jakes for your. Company. What, so the, the gene pool just gets completely and utterly like cut in half. Like, and then like if you're a Jeff Bezos, you work for this. If you're that, you work for that. If you're a Elon Musk, you create cars. I'm, I'm assuming wow. you can have sex and have a baby as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't a system to replace sexual reproduction, but this is kind of like. A fun, like, if you want to, if you're bored, have a little <clears throat> grow near you, bish bash bosh. <laughs> I think I think there definitely would have to be quite a lot of tight laws well, around this. We can duplicate ourselves, but could we duplicate ourselves to be smaller? No, I guess you'd have to create a carbon copy. But if it's the way that you could instantly do it, and like a bacteria, within 10 minutes you'd go and, and there was two of you, yeah. I feel like you would have to be in half. Because if you, if you remember, going back to GCSE biology, do you remember that? Uh, remember how a cell divides? It mm-hmm. like doubles up when it goes into mitosis. It doubles up everything. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if we're basing it off that, then you'd have to maybe just pack on the pounds, get to like a hundred and thirty kilograms. Is that how a cell does it though? Is that how a bacteria oh. does it? Like it, it gains mass as well or size? Yeah, yeah, it doubles. It doubles everything. Doubles the uh, DNA. Doubles stuff like ribosomes. I know it does that, but like, does it have to like consume something or? Reduce energy in some way before it. Can yeah, yeah. The, um, mitosis is one of the most energy intensive processes in biology. It is a uh, the amount of respiration that is occurring is insane. Something like oh, I can't remember. I was, I was trying to get. There's not. There's no. No one can really identify how how demanding it is. But it's something like millions, millions yeah. of ATP molecules, which is how you create energy. I could buy that though if that was actually yeah. how this was all going to work. Like you'd actually have to <laughs> be sure. a fat cat For and sure. then be a fat Jeff Bezos. See, that, and that, then yeah, there you go. That's the barrier. You'd have to spend maybe six months packing on the pounds if you wanted to clone yourself. Wait, 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 which... Hold on, six months. Do you think you're going to be able to double Ooh. your weight in six months? This is what I was saying. Well, okay, maybe even longer then. I feel like I feel yeah. like if you double your body weight in six months. I think mad. if if you're going for it, if this is what you want to do, if you're like I want to clone myself, yeah. you have to quit your job. You'd have to do this. You couldn't see any of your friends. All you're doing is <laughs> committing to your doubling yourself. Like the payoff for ruining your life is that you then get to spend the rest of it with a you. blank dummy version of you. No, well, this is the other thing. I don't think it would be a dummy if it is half your kind of body weight and cells. I don't think it would be. I think it'd be another year. Yeah. I think it would be a clone. You think that you think that all the synaptic connections in your yeah, brain could that, be I, I, I would much prefer it that way. If right, I was okay. going to live in this world, I would want that to be happening, and that's the way I thought it would have went down. Because there's no there's no secret cloning oh. happening in this world now. Then like, it's not like you can just pop off, go on holiday for a week, and then come back and there's one of you. This is you're visibly yeah. getting into morbid obesity. <laughs> For several months. You know, I'm just yeah. making clone, you know, hanging on the pounds again. <laughs> you know. Around Maybe there would be like religions that would center around that though. 
I, I could imagine priests and oh shamans just like oh. packing on the pounds. Oh, are you planning to conceive another? Yes, <gasps> I'm thinking of another me. No. I can't wait for it to happen. Do you imagine if you could? Do you reckon you could be super obese, like on the verge of death, and then just divide yourself by five or like four? It's like, I've been waiting to clone myself all along. Yeah. Do you think there'd be like gods like back in the day? <laughs> say there's there was like this deity that was the human that they just fed and fed and fed. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be awful. Oh, we saw like yeah, there's, there's a whole church. They all have Whoa. to bring so much food constantly, and they're just feeding. Imagine people being put into like labor camps and they're just breeding them by feeding them loads of people. Oh. And wars would be atrocious. I didn't like, think this. Oh, it's good. It's becoming war. dark. It's becoming dark. Well, actually, yeah. Think about um, you know those Christian fat Bible camps, camps yeah. for fat kids that are like stereotypically yeah fat camps. Like we're gonna cure your child, and they just nobody knows about this except for the religion. And then uh, these kids come back healthy and thin, and yes, then the duplicates are used as like you know involuntary labor i guess that could that's what capitalism would do to this definitely no but surely we know that we can duplicate surely like we if everyone can duplicate unless it's only a select amount of people he's saying basically we we only knew we could reproduce sexually and then at a certain point someone was pretty fat and then just like yeah try to do it and they became super thin so right so before we discovered it it would be a conspiracy So up, in, up until the point, everyone would be like, oh. Yes, I think, think so. Think, I like the way you made it the church as well. Think about <laughs> <laughs> The original conspiracy, yeah. man. <laughs> well, think, like, how recently has it been that we've had a lot of fat people in the populace? If, if fat people was the way to duplicate, like, think about it that way. It depends where you are. I don't think it's been very common, but obviously back in the day, I know mm. in... Uh, Pacific Islands or East the East Islands, it was seen as a you were wealthy and rich if you could afford to be fat. Like if you could afford the more carb and sugary fatty diets. Yeah, I think it was a Victorian get. times as well. I think it. I think there's been quite a few cultures have it. If you're packing on the pounds, you're seen as quite well off or prestigious. It's it, it's been glorified for sure. Uh, but like imagine no. if that like if if history went exactly the way as it has in matt's duplication scenario of like cells and everything there might be a few points where the conspiracy could get bigger but not everyone would know about that ability that's that's what i'm yeah, saying so, so there'd be a whole conspiracy about <laughs> the nobles of the world and the rich powerful people were actually all just clones if you're a celebrity, you could just produce, <laughs> produce, but you could make so many films because you could just be constantly producing yourself. Oh, but then no one else would know it, and it would just be the rich people that would know that they're... Oh. Yeah, that's what they're doing. So wait, wait, wait. Are we also saying that age gets erased with every duplication? Oh, uh, no. It can't. So we, the, the ageing comes from the degradation of the telomeres, which are basically like the caps on the end of the DNA. As, yeah. as every time you replicate, that gets shorter... They can regrow. There are was it, teloma rays. Uh... They can regrow, and there's ways of them like you, people can produce longer ones depending on how like you sexually reproduce. That's or pretty. Re- much, like... That's pretty much the basis of aging is mm. these things getting short. So if you are replicating your whole body, I feel like that would again yeah. have some. Maybe you'd put on like five. You'd age you by five years or ten years or something like that. Whoa, that's quite like, a significant chunk of time. Yeah, I mean, you are replicating your whole body. It's a very intensive... Yeah, but yeah, well, you do that over the years anyway. If you've yeah. on the pounds to consume the energy, so like you, it comes with a payoff. Like you, It's not like it's a process you've done 
But you have I'm also like, just spent six months eating horrendously and fattening yourself. Yeah, up. but well, surely if this, <laughs> was a if this was a mechanism that we were capable of doing, our body would be able to produce breakdown features for the food that we be, digest. It would be, like, like, be like a mutation in the population. So or not everyone. I don't think everyone would be able to do it. Maybe. Or uh, what, maybe what everyone. Could, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this might be a like a recessive. I think the people who I think, think I think at recessive. a certain point everyone would be able to do it because the people that couldn't do it would get wiped out. For sure, but but the whole process yeah. is so difficult to do. You think I don't think like... I don't think everyone will be doing it because it's so mm. tricky. It's such a it's such a mate. You got to invest in this. This is you like... do lose five years of your life. Jesus Christ! Yeah, a bit of a fun way of looking at. It. Imagine if it was a sort of if everyone could do it, but then there were certain mutations where it happened randomly. Classic, like so. Say how like some people will have fits like randomly, like epilepsy and stuff like Every that. Every time you knock yourself out or you get knocked out, you wake up and it's like five years later. Fucking hell! <laughs> that would be horrible. You could be at, like a really good point in your life and you just fall over or like turn your head and hit a fucking shelf or something, <laughs> and then you get knocked out. <laughs> Did that happen to you recently? It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The perks of being small, you're not hitting your head on many things. Or, or putting keys on top of fringes. <laughs> oh, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. The bigger. <laughs> well, I forgot. I completely forgot that happened. Basically, our mate Joe couldn't find his key, and Danny, because he's tall, decided to put it on top of the microwave on top not of the fridge. Which is such a tall person. No short person would ever think about putting a key on top of a fridge. But. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Yeah. Move on. He's trying Move to find on. his keys. How long was he trying to find them? No, he had to leave. He had to leave without his keys because he was late for work. <laughs> are we yaying on the including by the sounds i feel like right. this is quite a controversial divisive well what we've created our version of cloning i think, I think the like, labor camps would be awful i think there would be torture like where they just get people to do it all the time Very bad. use the clones for fighting you think you think it would just be armies and it'd be awful i reckon it'd be awful because it'd be the person who just got cloned They'd have to go and fight because it obviously makes sense to keep the young person alive. They're like the fresher clones. I don't, I don't think that. I don't think they'd be fresh though, because it's coming from the same source cell. If you're the age you are now, and and then you had a clone, they would be your age too, basically. Is what you're kind of thinking. Yeah. If you were like attempting to clone yourself at thirty, you'd both be thirty-five when it, yeah, the process yeah, yeah, had yeah. been done, or like you'd both be X amount of time. Yeah, that's exactly. But maybe, maybe you could clone yourself at eighteen. That's it. Yeah, okay. or something like that, and then put that clone in stasis. That's pretty sinister. No, mate, it'd be sick to do it like one. Doing it from early age, you're just like, mm, mm. if you want to do that, you could just fucking, you could be like ten really quick. You could be ten. <laughs> I recently watched Benjamin Byrne, and he's so so horrible at the start. He's like a terrible old little baby. Basically, the premise is that he. He grew ages he, backwards. Yeah, ages backwards. So yeah, he starts off as just this horrible little wrinkly ass baby. So I don't think if, if this little one year old's cloning, I don't think it'll have enough if it's constantly cloning, we wouldn't have enough time to actually grow. Yeah. So it needs to be this wrinkly ass baby. When you said about going through puberty, I was like, imagine not going through puberty but being like twenty something or thirty something. Because <laughs> you'd have cloned yourself and oh my god, it'd be a very Oh, mate. Yeah, it's just not... Dangerous game. It wouldn't no. be fun. It would not be fun. Oh, yeah, it's like drinking. you got to get to a certain age. <laughs> yeah, are you not allowed to do it until you're a certain age? Cause do it, you reckon it, there'd be, it, like, be... cloning police? A whole, like, dedicated... You know how in America you got the DEA, the DEA that concentrate on drugs? Like... The CDI? <laughs> the cloning division of 
institution. Would it, is that a C? It's not right. Um, cloning division, the CD. Cloning division. Call it. It'd be the DCI, the Department of Cloning Investigation. <laughs> <laughs> they come round if, if they if they knew. They'd be like, oh. I don't know how they detect it though. Yeah, you've heard about some cloning on this premises <laughs> from a twenty-nine-year-old. We're in violation of law four two three. There's a little clone going on through here. <laughs> yeah, I, that would definitely be a thing. I feel like they'd have to be, but then it'd be institutionalized, so they could make it out like it's really, really difficult and really expensive to do, and it's actually not. It'd be people of influence who like celebrities who could do it, or there'd be like a chain of people who were celebrities Ooh. or Ooh, an upper right. class. Do you reckon this could end up being a weight loss program? So say someone actually was just big, like overweight, obese. You could age five years, but lose half of your body weight. <laughs> yeah, it's like, new trip doctors don't you want you to know about. Cloning. Yeah, it's, it's not great, but like, obviously when all the models, the era of models being super skinny, like if they were just a bit too bit too big, a bit too fat for the uh, standards, the stupid standards that Not the have. right image we want. Yeah, exactly. They could be like, just clone. How about now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, apart from the cloning being a little bit dark, I think we've managed to like, balance it out quite well with the beautiful, the blessing of unicorns and the um, the gyrocopters, which, to be fair, the cloning would sort out the population <laughs> detriment that all the crashing would cause. I mean, there's so many different things here. Do you reckon there'd be a, a cult of unicorns? It would be religious, wouldn't it? Like it would be religious. Just absolutely adore unicorns and just they they live by they live by the horn. You would have like a unicorn sanctuary, wouldn't you? Kind of like you have big cat sanctuaries and stuff like that. Potentially, I mean, all. they're horse riding schools, mm-hmm. but I think they would be different. How do you think the magical powers of the unicorn horn yeah. would affect the? cult of cloning do you reckon they'd somehow be tied together Born free, like... people believe that the way that you could these people were cloning was by consuming unicorn horns yeah no it definitely and... it'd be like a it, it speeds up the process of cloning yourself i think it'd be, yeah there's big tangled web of cults <laughs> big network it's all conspiracy man it's, it's, all, it's all messed up like, I could imagine that, but I was also just thinking about all the fat people that are, like, no offense to fat people or anything like that, obviously, I'm just saying in this universe, there's going to be a lot more overweight people, but they're just going to be, like, driving in these helicopters, preparing to get themselves cloned. They might be bringing it down a little oh, bit, yeah. I don't know. I just oh. imagine, you know what I mean? Okay, a whole business system. The places where you can clone yourself also have a division of Uber, which is, like, heavy-duty Uber which when you're going for your cloning appointment, they come pick you up in, like... In the Ospreys. Ospreys. Yeah, they're the ones that take these overweight people to go get themselves cloned. They'd be, like, slower as well, wouldn't they? They'd have to be slower. (laughs) Or or a lot more powerful, and then, in that case, more dangerous, because they'd be much more mass throwing them about. Literally Uber XL. Yeah. It'd be terrible. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uber double XL. I think America would have the biggest Ubers. (laughs) To be fair, if it happened now... America would be sorted on the cloning front. Yeah, no, it would. There'd be, mate, there'd be so many. Mate, Japan would have a decent few people. The sumo wrestlers would be multiplying. They would have to take a long sabbatical out, though, in order to clone another big version of themselves. Oh yeah, imagine trying to double a sumo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that humanly possible? And at what point would it be diminishing returns on like, how old you're going to get and how big you can possibly be? Because if you yeah, cu- I mean, cut your mass by half each time, there's going to be a certain threshold mm. between your age and fitness that you're going to be able to pass. Unless you try and load it on each time. Say you're 60 and you're trying to clone yourself, getting that overweight and putting on that much mass would actually probably just kill you instead. 
Yeah. Like, say if you dedicate your life to being a sumo wrestler, like in your mid, like 15, 16, you can put on a certain amount of pounds and double yourself. And then like, we, how, depending on how long you waited, you could double yourself and be like still pretty large. Cause it came off when you said you could train against yourself. Like, at what, mm-hmm. like, at what mm-hmm. point would it be where you can like, you get the best out of that. You can be like the most, like the biggest mass in both times. Uh, yeah, it would be difficult. But this is why again, the unicorn horn could solve all your remedies, mate. It could make you live to, if it like prolongs life, say it's like a miracle serum. Like steroids, that, but for this mutation yeah, you've got going ste- on. Yeah, so you could just consume a, ca- a catalyst in the in the multiplying process. Yeah. How would you liquefy unicorn horn so you can inject it? Simple, mate. <laughs> you can grind it down, mix it with something. <laughs> Mix it with some water and you'll be right, I guess. Have it on your toast. <laughs> I've just come up with a new sport in this reality, oh. though. As long as, you know, cloning is a mass conspiracy. Twin jousting. Yeah, and it's, it's basically like this. So you have a unicorn riding towards you and you're like double-sized, let's just yeah. say. <laughs> and the challenge is whether or not the unicorn horn will pierce you or you can double in time. What would that Jesus sport be called? <laughs> Cloner joust. <laughs> Honestly, splitting the clock, splitting the clock, yeah, yeah. Be, that would definitely be an extreme sport. That would be sponsored yeah. by Red Bull, yeah. <laughs> and then Red Bull's got planes like warming up the crowd, and then that happens. Do you reckon uh, Red Bull would be one know. of the biggest corporations? Do you know how currently Apple is one of the most rich? Do you reckon Red Bull in this world of extreme sports and gyrocopters? I think it, yeah, it'd probably sweep the market in terms of branding and advertisement on all these air sports. I guess energy drinks in general will just, you know, fatten people up over time. Good question. Completely sidebar. What do you think unicorn would taste like? Maybe unicorn meat would be so high in nutrients, you would, it'd take so little time to get fat. Oh, mate. Potentially, if that was like a super nutritious source, eat the unicorn and within a month be fat enough. Or maybe even muscly enough. Maybe you could get so muscly. You'd just get tired. Yeah, and then when you, like, you wouldn't actually have any detrimental effects. It doesn't have to be necessarily fat to be like good yeah, cloning, a certain point like, where be... your muscles can't get that big though maybe that would be the way that you would clone an older age getting really fit thinking that way yeah getting super fit getting like having a lot of protein shakes a day <laughs> that's how you do it max out your muscle <laughs> and that yeah that's what you do more protein more gains obviously. <laughs> yeah. it's a simple equation yeah like the creatine would just like give your like muscles just a lot of water so maybe you would you know change the game a little bit and double that way but anyway uh sidebar if unicorns can if they're tasty firstly mr science people and um also if they will make us either fitter or fatter thank you science thank people you. please get back to us <laughs> soon. surely surely we can answer it you can answer it now it's like fat's got more dense like more vo- more volume is less dense got more volume it's got less dense so surely mm-hmm. when you got so being fat would be the easiest way to do it. You have more because you have more volume. Still, yeah. If it's if we're doing it by volume or density, it depends. Interesting. That's chapter six, I guess. Yeah, we've we've bounced back from episode five. I feel like that was a turning point. Yeah. Saw the light. We've not. Yeah, we didn't like the darkness to be honest. Yeah, we had a, we had a peek into Pandora's box and then we uh, said no thanks. Well, I don't know. It's open now, isn't it? Well, episode ten. Get ready for that. <laughs> there's a big thing happening. Episode ten. So there's, there's not. That. There's not. I don't know what you're talking about. Double digits. Double digits. Here we got to go. celebrate somehow, Great. and we're making a tailoring a special episode just for them. Okay. Yeah. So stay tuned. Brilliant. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Stay beautiful. In a bit.
What could have been? <laughs> Keep it on rail, bro.